Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light on series. Today, we'll be shining a light on recognizing and preventing burnout with Ramona Aurora. Welcome, Ramona. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for joining. And to start, do you mind giving us all a brief introduction to who you are? Yeah, of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Ramona. I'm currently based in uh, San Francisco, working as a data analyst in a health and wellness company. But apart from that, I come from India, uh, born and brought up in India and moved to the US only three years ago. I love solo traveling. So apart from working at my nine to five, I have my own project, you know, journey that's um, that I'm working on, which is called Solo Wave, which is about empowering women to go out and explore solo, find other women who also like being alone and actually build a community off of it. I also love supporting other communities. So I work as an SF chapter lead for Products by Women, which is another nonprofit that supports women, especially women founders who want to get started, does mentorship events, workshops, etc. Yeah, I feel like volunteering is such a big part of my life. I really like focusing on that. So more than my nine to five, I feel like I can talk more about the things I do outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Very cool. So obviously you you do a lot and I love everything you're up to. I'm curious, what are your experiences with burnout, first of all? And another twist on this, do you think that burning out is sort of inevitable? Like it's just sort of a cycle and we'll always reach that point at some point and then need to recover. What are your thoughts on this? That's actually a great question because I mean, I've experienced my own level of burnout that happened in 2021, which I feel like it's still continuing because it still feels like 2021. I had the same questions that I asked other female founders. I'm part of this community where I join a support group that is run by own trail. And I asked them, I was like, I was frustrated one day and I was like, I'm going through burnout, but I have so much work from my nine to five. And I really love what I do with Solo Wave, right? Like I started this project. I started this in 2020 when nobody was going outside. Everyone had to figure out things to do at home. So, you know, you, you saw people posting reels and pictures about painting other people were doing other things. I started getting involved in hackathons. I started doing like multiple things. I was having this idea generation phase, which I feel like once it starts, it doesn't stop for a while. Mm-hmm. You keep having these ideas and you want to play around with it. And once Solo Wave launched as a website and everything happened, I was like, oh, wow, like I've really pushed my limit. I'm doing great. But I think As soon as things started opening up, I realized this was not a sustainable life that we all created for ourselves at home because we were leaving this one part, which was like, oh, there is something outside these four walls. You can go outside and have a life. You've been missing connection. You've been trying to replicate it on Zoom calls and Google Meets, but there's something about your life connection that you're missing out. And I think that's why a lot of people went on that burnout phase. I feel like I was constantly hearing in 2021 from multiple people, I'm having a burnout, I'm resigning, I don't like my job, I want to start something Mm. of my own. The reason why people were having these reflections were because first of all, they got some alone time to figure out what they want. And then as soon as things started opening up, they were like, this life is not sustainable that I created. Mm -hmm. So I had these questions too. I was like, is it like, especially in tech industry, you'll often hear people talk about how burnout is a real thing because you're so dedicated to your job and you spend so many hours in your job that you're like, how can people even have a life outside this job? And I started asking those questions too. I was like, if I'm spending more than nine to five at my job, I also want to work for Solo Wave. I also want to volunteer. 
I am going to have a burnout. Like there's no way I'm not going to have a burnout. And other people are like, it's not, no, it's not necessary to have a burnout. I think you need to figure out your boundaries. I think lack of boundaries leads to burnout is my mm. realization. Obviously, everyone has their own realization. And for me, it was like when I started getting involved in things, which is also one of the things, you know, students like to do a lot or like fresh graduates is you often hear there's so much competition outside. So you want to get involved in multiple things that will inevitably lead to burnout because you're not picking and choosing. You're going with anything that you're getting and you're trying to get involved in multiple things. You're not realizing which one's actually important to you and not. Lack of boundaries, that mm-hmm. leads to burnout. So literally this year, I started saying no to things. I also had a podcast that I stopped working on because I was like, I don't have time for it. There's no way mm-hmm. I can even create time for it because then I'm taking my own time and giving it to it. Like you need to figure out what's your own time. Like when I say own time, it can be you want daily two hours just to watch Netflix. I don't know. Like create your own time that makes you feel happy and like makes you feel content with like, okay, this is enough for myself. Now I can work on other things. I think finding that me time is very important. Yeah. It helps with not getting into burnout. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with you. And everything you just said, a quick follow-up question about setting boundaries. Because you mentioned there are things like your nine to five where others are counting on you sort of thing. And then Mm -hmm. there are things like solo wave where you're sort of like, you're counting on yourself to see it through. And so how do you, when you're drawing boundaries, how do you make sure you balance those things, things that you really want to do and then things that others expect of you? I think the things that where other people depend on you, which is your nine to five, what's your motivation to work on it? It's usually money. So Mm -hmm. you will do it. (laughs) It's a stable income that's coming in. I think outside of that, The other things you work on comes from a lot of passion. So sometimes it's really difficult to find a boundary there because for passionate things, sometimes you don't get bored and it can include in your me time because you really love doing what you do. The interesting twist in this is that it takes time. You don't know when you figure it out. Last year when I was going through this whole, I can't believe I'm saying last year, it still feels like the same year. I was going through this phase of like, how do I prevent it? I was thinking like, oh, if I like take a break for a week, I would have saved up energy that I'll use again. Mm. You know, there are tips and tricks that people give you, like take a break for a few days, you'll feel better and all of that. I tried all of that and I realized like something about this is not making me happy anymore. And if you've reached that phase and that means you need boundaries, I think it's usually Mm -hmm. like a situation that leads you to decide when you need a boundary or do you need to make a change for at least the passionate things you're doing? Because if those things are giving you burnout, then that means there are some changes required with what you're doing with it. And I had that. I decided I was really trying to figure out how to monetize it and how to do everything. And I was like, I just like how it is. And I I decided this was like the decision I took after two months of not working on solo wave was like, I just want it to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's okay. hundred people are going to give you advice. You'll meet some founders who are going to be like, do this and do that. Create this business model canvas. Do this. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't even have the time to open my notebook and write something on it. Right. Or to, and like, it's disappointing when you, because other people still have expectations from mm-hmm. you. When you put something out in the world that you're passionate about, other people also tie their expectations to it. So I feel like create boundary from that. 
not from your actual work because I feel like everything with Solo Wave was really fun until I started hearing what other people had opinions mm-hmm. about. Like, make this a subscription model, do this, do that. And I was like, fantastic ideas, but I don't have the bandwidth to even go and think about it. And at the same time, I'm trying to figure out how to invest better. I'm like, which is my priority? So like yeah. figuring out like your personal development versus professional development, what's your priority for now? And it's okay if you don't know how things are going to be in a year. I'm like one of those people who can never figure out where I'll be after a year. So mm-hmm. I always like take it by a day. And that's my new philosophy. It's like whatever I'm doing today, I'm going to live it well and do it and not be getting tired of other people's expectations. I always like to let people know this is like, when you start working on multiple things, people are going to start noticing and they're going to start saying things that are going to make you feel like, oh, people have expectations from you. They're going to see something in you and you'll start feeling like, oh, I'm seeing a light in other people's eyes when they think about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you need to create a boundary. It's like, it's not going away. You're still amazing even if you don't, if you, even if you're not involved in 100 things. Yes. So well, I think that's a good point too that you're making in that it's okay to deflect the energy that you don't really want to take in. Because if you take in everyone's opinion and you know you're not going to do it or you don't agree with it or it's overwhelming anyway, then soaking that all in will lead to burnout even faster. And I guess on that note, Ramona, what sort of signs should people look out for just to recognize that they're either are burnt out or that they're approaching that point? I feel like the ones where you are really passionate about are very easy to figure out. You'll stop Mm. feeling passionate about it. And that's like one of the first few signs. And I think it's important to know that are you feeling less passionate about the thing because of other people in the picture or are you just feeling less passionate about what you're doing? Because if Mm -hmm. you are, it's okay to let it go. You know, recently someone reached out to me and was like, it's not related to burnout, but it's just related to a perspective and mindset question was like, oh, if I move to the US, this is someone I know from India. If I move to the US, I can't come back. So like, I have to figure everything out. I was like, you can go back. Like, who is making these decisions? I was like, no, I'm Mm -hmm. 26. I like have to figure out my life. I feel like (laughs) people think burnout is like permanent. In some ways also, like if you're feeling lack of passion for something suddenly, it's because everything's wrong with it. I need to let go of it. You can also put it on sidelines for a while till you figure out Mm -hmm. what is it that you want. But yeah, lack of passion, once you start feeling that, I think usually means you're burning out. And if you're involved in multiple things and you're for sure feeling angry about one of the things you need to stop working on it. Like if you're having issues with teammates, with people that you're working with, then it's just not the environment for you. I think those are like, you need to start asking important questions from yourself when that's happening. You're exhausted. You feel tired all the time. You feel guilty when you go out and enjoy yourself because you have zillion things to do. And you're just always thinking about those zillion things like emails. Like I had a phase when... I had to start, like, people always advise you to start writing things on paper so you can let it go off brain. Like, I had to start writing things like, oh, I have to message this person because I would also remember that I have not responded to 10 to 15 Mm. people that I used to. And some of the things that you like doing before or were good at and you're not doing that well anymore is also a pretty good sign. Like, I feel like I was very good at certain things before burning out. And then I started creating shortcuts for some things. 
and those weren't ending well. So I figured like, okay, all of this is leading to me doing tons of things together, which is not sustainable. So I think I picked up on my signs very quickly and usually people can. They just tend to ignore those signs and be like, I'm going to take a break for a day. I'm going to go have, I'm going to go drink tonight and have a party and I'll be better tomorrow. Yes. Well, on that (laughs) note, Ramona, because I know you mentioned this to me, you described it as band-aid solutions, which I think you're getting into right now where, yeah, yeah, I just, I'll have one fun night or I'll just take even like a day off or whatever it is. And that does work for some people, right? Like some people can bounce back because maybe that's all they needed. But what are some examples, maybe in addition to what you've already said, of these like Band-Aid solutions and why should we maybe avoid them or really assess our burnout before reacting to it? I think I would also say read up on it. I wish someone had told me that because we're all surrounded by different kinds of people. Like you just said, for some people that might just work out in order to get the energy. But if you're picking up off of those people, you're going to get disappointed when it doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. Really disappointed if it doesn't work for you. I've had that when I started seeing what other people were doing when they were talking about burnout. And I started trying out the things they were doing. And I was like, why am I still not getting the energy? And sometimes you'll get the energy back with those band-aid solutions for a day, two days, you'll get excited, you'll have the energy, but you lose it again. So that means you're trying out burnouts, uh, like band-aid solutions. And I think with band-aid solutions, they can be anything from, you know, like I said, going out for a day or going on a vacation. I was working on a travel platform. And at that point, everyone was telling me, make reels. <laughs> you're, wo- you're working on a travel platform, do like do have fun with reels. But I started realizing that if I'm bringing my work with something that's actually work, but it's a vacation for me. I was, you know, leading to a burnout too. Is because I was trying mm-hmm. to make it a banded solution. Oh, I'm going on a vacation. It's okay if I work on the side for solo way when I'm on my vacation because it's a vacation. It didn't really work that way. And I think it's important to really let go of those because you need to figure out what works for you. I wish you could pick up every easy thing that worked for you, but it doesn't yeah. work that way. Like I took a break from solo way for two months. It was really hard initially to go ahead and take that step. Like, especially when you have a community platform where people are like, it's all about community and connections and being authentic. And I was like, well, I'm authentically very burnt out. Mm-hmm. I am going to take a break. And I think everyone was very supportive. So I think it's important to know and surround yourself with people who understand. Because there are going to be times where people are going to say, oh, yeah, I understand burnout. I'm also burnt out. I unfortunately think it's kind of like how people talk about imposter syndrome it's like oh yeah I have it too what's the big deal well some people have it like really ingrained in their personality and they really need to figure things out so you need to be Mm -hmm. supportive I think with burnout it's just a trendy word now which I wish people didn't just use it like that because then other people feel disappointed and then it's not a supportive community from them because it's not about not you're not alone but People make it seem like it's such a it's such a common thing that nobody's taking it seriously. Yeah. I think that's what tends to happen. And that's why I always advise people to like either reach out to someone that you know, I mean therapy helps everyone. I always say, you know, figure out therapy or like start reading about things like these because don't just take advices from other people and you know figure out what worked for them. Figure out what works for you. Do you feel okay? Mm-hmm. Don't force yourself to feel okay if you don't feel okay. Like, I feel like that's also one of the band-aid solutions is forcing yourself to feel okay. Because when you keep doing that, it's going to be become worse. 
Yeah. Because um, you're basically adding things on to your pile and your pile is mm-hmm. full. Yes, definitely agree with that. I think you really hit the nail on the head with that piece, this last part that you said. I mean, the whole thing, everything you just said, but the real theme that you got at is to assess the situation for yourself specifically because there's not any one size fits all. And I agree with you that this term burnt out it is similar to imposter syndrome these days in that it sort of feels just like a trendy term. And because of that, people, I think, believe that there is some like one size fits all solution to it. But yeah. it's just not at all. It's similar to imposter syndrome too, in that that's just not how it works. It's just not how it works. So getting to the the meaty part of this conversation, Ramona, what are some more sustainable ways to prevent burning out or to recover from it? I think recovering is letting go of things which is hard for people who like being involved in zillion things. Letting mm-hmm. go is a really hard part, but I think having important conversations around why this is happening. I think a lot of us try to avoid conflict, right? We just want to be involved or play a part in certain thing that we think is going to become big at some point. I think it's also thanks to social media, which makes it seem like you're never doing enough. So I think letting go is, it's how you recover from it. But I think preventing is also the same as knowing if something's not going to work with your schedule or knowing if something is not your priority, you shouldn't get involved. You can always be someone who's helping on the sides because everyone wants to be involved in every shiny thing. I don't know. It's a thing. Yeah. So just know that you don't have to make it your, like you don't have to go all in into something to give your support. I think oftentimes Mm -hmm. we feel like if we want to support something that we really feel strongly about, we have to be a part of it but you can be on the sidelines and still support something when required. And if someone doesn't understand that for some reason that you're trying to talk to about this, then they, it's not your problem. I think it, it leads to difficult conversations, but I think it's going to make you have to do things for yourself first than serve other people. I think that's like, it takes really a while to get into that mindset, but I think put yourself in the picture and just think about yourself for that moment. Don't mm-hmm. think about how you can help the society. I mean, everyone wants to help the society. Not everyone. A lot of people want to really help the society, but you can't help them if you're not helping yourself. So that's really important. I think I've mentioned this before. Boundaries are the way you usually do it. And if you're not really sure you got involved in something that's leading to a burnout, again, requires an important conversation. So I think it's a lot to do with like work on yourself and your communication. I think communication is really important. Like, you need to make sure that other people have the right expectations from you because if you set the expectations as you're going to give 100% but you're only giving 50%, then you need to communicate better and let them know that you can't go beyond 50%. And I think people are getting educated and adult enough to also handle those conversations on the other side. So you can communicate because I know a lot of people who really feel afraid of conflicts And they feel like if they say something out loud, it's just going to make it messy. Nobody's going to understand. But I feel like it's how you communicate. And if you communicate in a way that is, you know, showing compassion for yourself and also for the cause that you're working in, it usually aligns with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's more of inner work than outside work, I feel like. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I agree. I especially agree with your point about like working on yourself or really assessing, you know, your interests and making sure you're okay before you're able to help others. It seems unintuitive to 
people who like to spread themselves thin and sign up for a lot of things like if i give enough to the world then then i will like love who i am sort of thing but you kind yeah. of have to do it in reverse actually like you have to love who you are and know who you are in order to give to the world so love yeah, that point actually that reminds me of something which i think is like really important to know especially because you target a lot of people who are early on in their career mm-hmm. so i think it's okay to also accept that you're having burnout early on in your career it's not something you get after 20 or 15 years because you've spent so much time working on zillion things i feel like more and more i'm seeing people who are just graduating or just starting out somewhere getting burnt out and that's because you're take actually taking zillion things on your plate because mm-hmm. everyone's advising you that you have to do side projects in order to get you know visibility if you really want a company to hire you you need to be doing something that's more than the job description and this was my question when i was feeling burnt out i asked someone else i was like why don't you get promoted for the job description like if you're performing everything you're supposed to perform how does the promotion not happen or like why do you not get selected why do you have to do extra why do you have mm-hmm. to stay two hours extra every day at work to help someone in your team just to get promoted like mm-hmm. why does the extra ones get promoted because they're probably promoting hustle culture So I started this conversation and I remember everything everyone was like uh that's a good point and like people took pause and were thinking about it but it's true it's like we reward extra so much that leads to other people you know forcibly doing extra but they're probably the ones that are creating boundaries mm-hmm. and are like I should do what's required of me why am I doing extra yeah. so I think that extra culture sort of is also the problem yes. but you need to know that if you can't do it it's fine <laughs> good things will happen to you too yeah yeah no i agree all right ramona last question do you have any last words of wisdom for anyone who's feeling a bit burnt out or feels that maybe it's coming yeah i feel like i sort of gave some advice for like especially younger audiences there but if you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling overwhelmed accept it don't try to like create an excuse for it or try to tie it to someone else particularly don't make it about anything else but you and i say that because if you make it about every other thing you're going to stop working on what's actually happening within you so make sure you're accepting it when it's happening and actually working on a resolution and the solution can take time because nobody just wakes up and is like oh yeah i'm not feeling burnt out anymore it's the process of elimination usually for some people but i feel like that's the process i took but that doesn't mean you have to eliminate something it could be something entirely different for you you could be going through something which is more personal and emotional for you that's causing that overwhelm for you it doesn't always have to be tied to different things so i think just recognizing it very early is important and like don't tie it to like your personality can't handle multiple things that also mm-hmm. doesn't mean that when don't get disappointed if you're facing burnout i think a lot of the times people feel like it's something that they're lacking that's causing this burnout when other people are just absolutely okay and functioning so well so that's important to know like don't get disappointed i did do that with me i got really disappointed and i was like oh, why is this happening you know you'll see like these mindset coaches and like you'll see other people talk about burnout and then get back on track start writing a journal and journal fixes everything again like everyone's solution is different like don't mm-hmm. take it too hard if it doesn't work for you yes don't be hard on yourself that's great advice thank you for joining me ramona it was great chatting with you it was so nice chatting with you too
And to anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.